Welcome to the latest episode of the Pharma Forum podcast. In this fresh instalment, I made a whistle-stop journey to Rome to catch the inaugural Vita Accelerator Demo Day, overseen by Senior Program Manager Anastasia Marcana and Managing Director Paolo Borella. At the event's conclusion, both Anastasia and Paolo put some time aside to discuss the themes behind the Accelerator, share their thoughts on the day's unfolding, and explore their aspirations for Vita's future, as well as startups in Italy generally. Though the sound quality is at intervals somewhat soft or echoic, mostly as regards this host now speaking, my apologies, I do hope you'll find the content as informative and as inspiring as I do. Thank you for listening. This is Nicole Rowley, web editor of Pharma Forum, and I'm here on site in Rome at the Beta Accelerator Demo Day. And I have with me Anastasia Marcada and Paolo Borella. So if you could both just introduce yourselves, tell our listeners who exactly you are. Hello, everybody. I'm Anastasia Marcardo, Senior Program Manager at Vita Accelerator. I take care of the program, first of all, of the program content, inviting mentors and experts to our program. I'm also taking care of all the logistics of our program because it's a hybrid program that takes place both online and also on-site in various locations in Italy. And uh, I bring around five years of experience of working in international innovation hubs and accelerators. Thank you. (laughs) And you, Paolo. And I'm Paolo Borella, originally Italian, but I've been living uh, in some more than 10 countries for the last 20 years. I heard it's something like 20. Uh, yeah, depends on how you count. Italian yes. calculation <laughs> methods. <laughs> but yes, I've been, uh, I've been probably traveling in more than 60. And, uh, but I've been, uh, let's say, I've been working in my past uh, in innovation for the last uh, well, 30 years. Uh, first with corporates, then working with startups and doing startups. Then lately in the last 12 years, doing uh, my own startups and helping set up a number of programs on uh, accelerations and open innovations, helping corporate startups find a way to work together and, you know, bring value to the table. So I think I'm, it was great to be able to put together this opportunity to launch Vita Accelerator to bring some of the expertise, some of the network and uh, help to grow the Italian ecosystem, especially for the digital health sector. Thanks with the help of uh, Healthcare Group, uh, accelerates and of course uh, CDP, the Fondo Nazionale Acceleratori, that is uh, you know, helping to finance a number of activities in this field, in different uh, industries. Yes, definitely. As you say, this Italian focus is Italian development, but also growing international growth. Um, this expansion internationally eventually. But coming back to today, obviously today's been a demo day. We've had five of your finalists from this foundational VITA program. So if you could just sort of explain what accelerator models are and how they've evolved in time it's within the healthcare environment. I think that uh, is actually a pretty interesting question because I've been working on that one and I've been helping to set up or advising one company doing accelerator benchmarking a few years ago. So I think that the whole industry started some almost 15 years ago with Y Combinators and 500 startups that started in the U.S. with this new model of helping to you know, create or rather 
move the first steps for the startups, giving them a little financing, a lot of support in terms of mentorings and workshops and lectures, and then helping to connect with potential customers and, and further investors. And the business model was that one of basically, you know, investing, kind of like spray and pray in many, many, especially for foreign startups, they do, you know, huge volumes. And then hoping that some of those would succeed. And actually they've been, you know, growing tremendously and uh, having huge success stories and many uh, kind of unicorns. Of course, if you think about it, accelerations in industry, there's been an initial phase with very few early players. Then there's been a growth phase with many. And now there's been more of a consolidation phase where the biggest ones and the most, uh, let's say, the better ones are thriving, uh, expanding all over the world. Then we have a number of other ones that are doing very well because you focus on a specific segment industry rather than a specific geography. I would say more industry related than not. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think that we are a bit in this phase. Italy from that, on, on a global scale, if I think about Italy, I see that uh, Italy is kind of like a few years behind, I would say from two to seven, depending on who you benchmark against, you know, US versus uh, uh, others. And we are here to help basically with, with Vita Accelerator. We want to help to accelerate this growth and move forward and catch up a bit with some of the other countries that are and uh, so the model is basically to help select promising startups, finance them, help them with specific uh, mentoring and workshops and lectures or expertise in particular areas that where they are uh, weak and help them to move faster and increase the chances for success. Thank you. And do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I do agree with that opinion. And uh, I do see this trend of moving toward from generic acceleration towards very specific acceleration and um, if we look at pharma companies among the usual suspects there are J&J Labs, AstraZeneca Incubator, Bayer Grand Fraps, Novartis Biome and we all know them so there is no really need to cover what they do but then there is also hmm, a trend of those accelerators that emerge to cover a very specific need of the coverage. For example, one of those is Pfizer Clinical Supply Chain Organization that brings in external innovation that helps reduce cycle times, accelerates study starts, and improves uh, patient adherence. And um, we think that with Vita, we are somewhere here in this point where we help solve specific challenges as we do with our partners. Another interesting example is uh, Zambon Pharma in Italian Pharma that we uh, partner with uh, for Vita Accelerator. They already have their own their own accelerator, which is Open Accelerator, um, but they also partner with Vita because we cover different need and uh, solve challenge. So there is not only just pharma participating or having their own incubators, but there is a like overall diversity of needs for acceleration. So this is what we're talking about when we say a shift from the traditional to the vertical tailored. Exactly. Absolutely. And I think there, there's one more element to add on what uh, Anasa said that I, I fully agree. And it's actually this shift as well that I said that very few can do a world-class accelerator program on their own. So what are we doing with Vita is actually do we want to have, a, let's say, multi-branded, so like multiple partners join one program and we work together so that there is value for the ecosystem because multiple players come together and bring more value than just working on your own. And the other one is more advantageous for the corporates because if they are 
at the very beginning and they need to learn, they can learn from the others and they can do it faster leveraging programs like these. And with, of course, you know, more affordable than if you do your own program that requires typically an investments of, uh, you know, from half a million to two million per year for, you know, typically a commitment of uh, five to 10 years if you want to really obtain results because, you know, there's always a time to ramp up the program and then to leverage. So I think that is a very good uh, uh, offering for the Italian market, especially in this phase of the ecosystem. Yes, I was just thinking about earlier what Bertaski uh, was saying about partnership for innovation. And yes, I mean, it seems to be very much the way things must be going forward in order to enact these changes that you are working towards. But coming down to specifics, I mean, perhaps for our listeners, you could just sort of explain the five startups that we've had today, what they've been putting forth. Yeah, let's pick uh, one by one. Maybe we can start with uh, Princess Paperbox. Mm-hmm. I like a uh, very young team. Uh, I would say a nice thought in terms of uh, building a pipeline for creating startups and uh, helping them to move forward. Uh, until basically a year ago, the startup didn't exist. And then they went through one of our partners, mm-hmm. Vento, that is helping, you know, they do venture building. So they put together people and they try to create new teams and so on. And this was probably one of the best success stories that they managed to put together this very effective, young, but very dynamic team focusing on dyslexia. So basically their solution helps to detect uh, dyslexia in the very early stages. So basically via a game, well, the game is a tool, but, you know, it uh, helps to detect it very early. So Basically, they can try to help to detect it before the school so that you can help, you can work on treatment before is really necessary. Because otherwise, when you normally detect it at school time, but then it's you, until the problem is solved, it slows down the student from the learning process. So starting earlier is an advantage of being cheaper for the society and faster and avoid problems for the children itself when you reach school that you have already addressed and solved the problem. So I really like the approach that they have. They are very young team, as I said, so they are basically testing with the real customers already now. They're ready soon to launch and then they're going through a process of medical validation. So we'll go through clinical trials. They will, cl- they will certify themselves for OCE and then class two later on way later on. So I like that they have this uh, real hands-on approach, uh, early testing, but then they have in mind uh, a structured approach for medical certification and eventually they want to arrive to provide digital therapeutics, not only the detection on a range of uh, uh, disorders. Yes, it's a very sort of valid long-term plan that they've put in place there and I too was quite taken with it. But uh, Anastasia, for instance, the uh, genetics startup. Could you tell us more about that? I was that? just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, first of all, I think it's a great example of our cooperation with ecosystem partner because this startup comes from, I think it's now the third most active investor in Italy, Il Venture Group. Uh, they also have a number of uh, incubators and accelerators they're involved in, also together with GDP on different verticals. And uh, it was great to collaborate with them to get uh, suggestions of uh, good uh, teams to enter the beta program 
And yes, they, they're in the tough market because they're competing with giants like 23andMe, uh, though uh, they claim that they have uh, competitive advantages, uh, for example, predisposition analysis. And basically what they do is uh, they send you the kit to, to analyze your DNA to um, with a very scientific and therapeutic approach to your uh, health and wellness uh, problems. And then another highlight around this startup is that, um, as it's been announced, they're working together with Petrona Group, uh, market leader in pharmacy distribution in Italy. And um, an interesting thing here is uh, from beauty and wellness, they are entering another segment that we're actually not supposed to announce yet, but they're entering another therapeutic segment where they're going to use this mechanics of testing, of quick rapid testing and uh, cooperate with uh, with Petrona Group in this project. Yes, yes, it was interesting. So just briefly to um, speed through the other three, can we just sort of touch on the points that they're putting forth in digital? Yeah, so for instance, still continuing on, you know, a team that has been working on a cooperation with uh, one of our partners, Petrone. So there is Care. I mean, they've been working already for a while on this workflow and supporting patients and doctors. And now they're working on a very interesting concept with Petrone to streamline and to improve the process between the patients, the doctors, and the pharmacy. Mm. I think that there's quite a lot of potential in the area that they are working on with this survey that I mentioned on stage. And so we're looking forward to the result of that one for the next steps, and we're going to keep on helping them. Then, I am maybe quickly about Evotion, mm -hmm. that is a startup that has hardware components, and we're really helping them a lot because, as you know, uh, investors are usually suspicious about hardware component and it's more difficult to uh, raise funds with that. But they have uh, a wearable uh, for children to de uh, detect uh, the possibility of sudden infant death. And then there was Nomi, wasn't there? Yeah, was their the, product is yeah. called Nomi. Yeah. yeah, it's the, the smallest and the smartest device in yeah, exactly. Okay. That's that's what they. And then we're. I think the one, the last one missing is uh, Linari. So that that's a very interesting uh, field. Mm. Yes. So it's basically it's combining ophthalmology with the neurology. Mm. It is kind of like one of the new areas in in the field. So and uh, I love the concept that they try to leverage, or they actually they leverage um, the let's say plasticity, neuroplasticity of our brain. To try to to help to recover capabilities uh, that are you know leveraging unused or let's say partly used uh, neurons. So from that point of view, yeah, they're focusing these solutions on the uh, visual field, and I find it fascinating that there is a, you know a, a very talented let's say inventor or entrepreneur, uh, Stefano Linari, that is uh, finding a way to work with a very uh, traditional pharma. It is uh, CIFI. Well, they're very innovative, but you know, like they're they are, they are entering this new field that is a dig potential digital therapeutics. And I love the way they're working together to cross, to so bring this scientific uh, development path, you know, clinical trials, validations with the IT development entrepreneurial approach of building a platform and, and enabling uh, therapies to be delivered via the platform. Mm. So I really love it. I think there is a lot of potential there. Yeah, there is. What was it? Something like 
one hour per day for 20 days. And then the therapy that I've identified yes. at the moment uh, uh, is actually, yes, is a therapy of 20 days and you do at least one session a day and seems to be, you know, uh, showing some uh, interesting results. Of course, what is missing, and this is where, uh, you know, CIFI can bring value, is actually on bringing the methodology to go to market mm-hmm. with the, you know, classical uh, medical validation certification and clinical trials that you do as a must-do in a pharmaceutical industry. Gosh, yes, so as I say, it was quite the remit and fascinating that that was enabled for your first one. So what next? 2023, Lita, what are your hopes, your aspirations? Well, we hope to do more and better. I mean, like, as I was saying on stage, I think that we are a startup, so we keep on doing, you know, better and better. Startup and uh, And then bring more value or, or accelerate the growth of the industry and the ecosystem as mm-hmm. well, that I see one of our missions. So I think, as I was mentioning on stage, we will continue to improve the program. You're doing some, you know, tweaking and tuning so that it becomes more faster, delivering more results, to the, more value to the various partners. And... Uh, and then, of course, yes, we're we're looking for a number of startups that are in. I would think that we have this dual goal of looking for startups in the generic field of digital health that they think that we can help, and you know they like the services we can offer, they see value in what we can offer, but as well as looking even for some of the startups where there is a match with the innovation challenge of our partners and help, like we've done this year, to facilitate discussions, align the expectations and the shape project where they can collaborate. That concludes this episode of the Pharma Forum podcast. You can find more information about this episode, including a download link and information about other installments in the series at pharmaforum.com slash podcast. The Pharma Forum podcast is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Acast, Stitcher, and Podme, where you can find and subscribe by searching for Pharma Forum. And don't forget to visit our website where you can sign up for daily news and analysis bulletins and to follow us on Twitter at at PharmaForum. Nothing Thanks for listening. Go perfect from the very first time uh, in such a complex industry. Uh, so we are thinking about improvements in terms of uh, yeah, speed logistics and bringing even more and more value to the startups and partners, hopefully in, in more interesting therapeutic areas as well. And to add to that one, maybe like small thing, but yes, we're still looking, you know, one of the requirements is to be based in Italy, but we're looking even for international companies that see value in having at least a satellite base in Italy and joining the program mm-hmm. so we can invest in them the way. And, uh, well, additional thing is that, of course, we will have the um, demo day at Frontiers Health in yes. uh, 8th and 9th of November. So, Kevin, yes, welcome everybody to come and listen to the demo days of the future startup we will select. But if anybody has a startup that think would be interested in what we offer here and focusing on digital health, very welcome to suggest us uh, to put in contact. Or if any potential partner wants to cooperate to this ecosystem, you know, we are always open to new collaborations. Uh, forward to hear from you. And we're looking forward to hearing further as well. Thank you very much, Anastasia, Paolo. It was a real pleasure. Welcome back to visit us again. Yeah, thanks a lot for coming. (laughs) Thank you.